Welcome back to the Lost Joystick Network, episode... Oh, it's right here on the first page, 45. I'm your host, Mike, joined always by my co-host, Jay. Jay, how you doing, buddy? Good, how are you? How was your, how are your weeks? We had weeks this time, didn't we? We did. Wow. I know. It was nice. Didn't feel like just seven days. <laughs> no, especially from an editing perspective. It yes. did not. So I know what you mean. Wait. No, you don't. No, I don't. No, you don't. I've seen what you mean. Yes. A snippet. Yes, bits. But I've been good. How about you? Good. Good. I had, we, had a, we had a nice eventful weekend. We did. I had some friends in town for the basketball tournament. That was Thursday. I took Thursday and Friday off. Saturday was a bit more eventful. <laughs> <laughs> that was me, you, and Harrison. Yeah, well, so I had I had friends me and Friday. Harrison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> at one point, yes. Thursday game started at noon. Hung out, watched basketball, did a little gambling, won a little bit of money. I don't really gamble much on sports usually during March Madness, and then also on the you know like big events, Super Bowl. If I'm in Vegas, that's really about it. I really don't do that much of it. So did that, won a little bit of money. Did the same thing on. Friday, took the day off, watched games all day. Normally my uncle would come into town, but he couldn't make it. The company he works for, he's yeah. selling and he's the accountant, so he yeah, couldn't leave. But so that was all well and good. Had nice 12 hour per day basketball thing going Thursday, Friday. Saturday, a little more laid back, less games, still a lot of games, eight yeah. games a day. Okay. But still less. So <laughs> Jay I came, came over for five. Yeah, I came over. Yeah, right you up came to over the, right at the five or the six first o'clock of, games. Yeah. Yeah. So Jay comes by. And I decided all weekend I had, you know, I'd kind of had had some drinks and this was like now Saturday, my third day off in a row. I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to have some real drinks. <laughs> and Actually, I got, your, your exact, and I quote was, I'm getting drunk tonight. I, I got drunk. I, I <laughs> Are was you sure I drank a lot very quickly. I didn't drink that much. It was no. just a lot in a short period of time. And I don't remember a lot of what happened other than I bet big on Alabama and they won. <laughs> yes. And Jay had to leave with me in the bathroom and uh, Harrison left me water and Gatorade outside the door because I was, I was, I was in rough shape. The next day was fine. I was good, but it was, yeah. So anyway, that cold tile floor on your face yeah. feels great. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's, it's better than a ditch, I guess, but it's, I don't know. I know as you looked at me and you said, I'll be right back. I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> and I said, okay, Harrison was already upstairs. <laughs> So I'm just sitting down there watching the basketball game. When was the next time you saw me? Um, when we got food today. Before I was going to say show. today. <laughs> I sat down there. It was probably it's probably a half hour, forty five minutes. Yeah. And you never came back. And I'm like, okay, he's he's struggling. But yep. I'm like, I'll, I'll wait. You know, he might be okay in a little bit. Yep. And about forty five minutes, Harrison comes down and he's got this big smile on his face. And he goes, he looks around a little bit. I mean, there's really nowhere you can hide. No. And he looks around. and He goes. You know where Mike is? <laughs> I said, he said he had to go upstairs, go to the bathroom. That was about a half hour. I can ago. tell you where he isn't. And, and that's he goes, here. <laughs> and he goes, oh, he's still in the bathroom. He might be throwing up. And I said, I'm not sure. And he says, I'll go check on him. So Harrison went upstairs. Oh, well, 15 minutes later, he came back downstairs. Yeah, he's in the bathroom. So, okay, I guess I'm going to get going. Yeah. Game was almost over. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to go ahead and go. Yeah. It's all right. So we kind of picked up a little bit. And when I went upstairs, you were still 
bathroom door was shut. Yeah, it was very quiet. I was being very quiet. Yeah, so I left. I think at that point you were sleeping. So beyond that, yes. Anything else happened this week? <laughs> um, watch some basketball year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Alone, most of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, not really. I've been pretty, pretty low key. Okay. I'm getting ready to leave tomorrow morning to go to Texas for work. Yep. So not overly thrilled about that. I have to be in Detroit. Uh, boarding starts at like 8.20 yeah. a.m. So yeah. that means I'm going to have to leave at like 6 Ugh. because of traffic. Yeah, good luck. So, yeah. What about you? Other than the basketball thing, that was kind of my whole week. And then editing and then just prepping. I John posted a picture on Instagram, Retro Game Enthusiast, of the temporary, like the, the draft of the setup of the table. Yes. I was fortunate enough that with the space that I have downtown in the building, my friend that owns the building said, hey, you can use the space across the hall. Nobody's using it. If you want to use it to kind of like bring everything down here and get ready and kind of stage everything, see what it's going to be like. So I'll post the same picture. I actually kind of had a new iteration of it uh, with a, a new idea. So just trying to maximize space, figure out what's going to go where. Confirmed with Kyle, he's going, which helps because <laughs> we weren't going to be able to fit much other than the stuff and us in the yeah. car. So he's going to take, he's going to offload some of the stuff, which is cool. And then really that's it. My, it's going to be interesting a couple of weeks for me because Amy and the two girls are going out of town on Friday for spring break. They're all going different places, but they'll all be gone at least until Wednesday, if not until Saturday the following week. Harrison will be gone all weekend. So this weekend, I got nothing, man. You got to come over and hang out because... I'm not going to be here. Oh, right. Remember, I just told you I'm leaving for Texas in the morning. Yeah, that's the... That I'll, be, I'll be back at be... about 11 o'clock Sunday night. So then, the, but you know what? They won't be there Monday either. So <laughs> no, anyway. But so then, yeah, my week will be, I'm... I, I work Friday, they're gone. Saturday, Sunday, they'll be able to be around. Uh, Monday, I work. Then I'm taking the rest of the week off. Tuesday, I'm going to get Connor. I'll spend the day driving up to get him. He lives in northern Kentucky. Come back. Wednesday, I'm packing the car up. Thursday morning, we're leaving. Maddie Ice is going to be coming with us. So it's myself, Connor, my son, my son who's 19, you and, and Maddie Ice. Maddie Ice is going to meet me at the house at 730 in the morning. We were going to come pick you up. Connor will already be with us, and we will be on our way. By we're, 8 a.m. By 8 a.m., I'll be at your house. Yes. And then that will be Thursday. We will head to Chicago to the Galloping Ghost. So if anybody in Chicago wants to come hang out, come on out because we're going to be at Galloping Ghost all day. Roberto is going to be there, correct? Roberto, yeah. Uh, co-star Nick? 8-Bit Supremacy, Robbie Coleman, will also be there hanging out. And uh, we'll be there for the day. That Then we're going to go up to Milwaukee that night. Thursday night, we're going to stay in a hotel. And then noon on Friday, we unload, pack, uh, you know, unpack and load up to the... Uh, to the show and get it prepped. And then the show starts uh, 10 a.m., I think, 9 a.m. for early people on on uh, Saturday. Did you get Bomberman? Oh, no, I got I'm going to go. No, no, okay. I haven't forgot. Okay. I'm going to talk to Kyle. Uh, I'm actually going to go over there probably Friday or Saturday because <laughs> I think I should do. So <laughs> nice. I'm pretty well packed and, and ready to go. <laughs> like, I know what I'm going to take to Midwest. That's all basically decided. Everything's kind of cleaned up, priced, bagged, boxed, whatever. Now I'm just going to have to get it in the car. So Wednesday night, I might need your help. <laughs> I just got me a little suitcase with hot pants, tube tops. Any pants you wear are hot, buddy. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's a little bit about uh, our weeks and getting prepped and the whole March Madness thing. And it's just, you know, I'm, I'm really getting excited. I'm getting excited to see everybody. Uh, Matt, Matty Ice, Matt is super excited to go. Good. And uh, I think it's just going to be a good time, man. I'm, I'm just ready and it's going to be a lot of fun. So, And Kyle's uh, bringing, who's Kyle bringing with him? Zach. Okay, that's right. Yes, his friend Zach. So good kid. Yeah, I like him. On to collecting. On to collecting.
I got lost in the song there for you a did. minute. And then I was like, there. oh man, I forgot about the other part. You were over there bust to move too. I was too busy. I was bust to move too. That's right. <laughs> I was a little busy. So Jay. Michael. Any, uh, any pickups recently for you? No game stuff, but I did pick up a couple things. Um, and I actually got some things. Boner alerts. <laughs> God, not that again. Um, I so I think I talked about it a while back. I pre-ordered. Uh, they re- reissued Quicksand Slip, which is one of my favorite albums. Yep. Um, it was actually wasn't supposed to ship until March thirty first. I got it last week. Awesome. I was pretty excited about that. And then, um, what else did I get? Oh, I got an early birthday present from you. Oh, that's right. Which was pretty exciting. Yes, I forgot. You uh, snatched up uh, The Wonder Years for me. Yep. This Subur- is a great album. Suburbia, I've given you all and now I'm nothing. Yes. Depressing yep. album, but really good. It has its moments. Yes. <laughs> but it's a good album. It yeah, is. It's I, really I, good. I like it as well. So. If you like punk rock music and or pop punk stuff and you haven't heard them before, check that album out. Yeah, the rest of it is eh. But that, that album I really like. Yes. Oh, I got one other thing. I picked up... Um, a copy of We're Down Until We're Underground from Give Up the Ghost. Oh, nice. This is a band I enjoy as well. Yeah, yeah. But I just got a couple records, so. Cool. And I got Ken Griffey Jr. baseball stars <laughs> sitting on my speakers. You have a Ken Griffey Jr. baseball card as well. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we need the insert for that. I forgot about that. Yeah, we'll get. I'll get it when I go yeah. over there. No yeah, I, forget, I, I was over at Kyle's, and Ken Griffey Jr. is Jay's favorite baseball player of all time. It, aptly, you know, yeah. pertinent to the subject matter here. And I was over there looking through, like, he has some empty SNES boxes. I was like, this thing's never in here. And the fucking card was in there. The, that Ken Griffey Jr. baseball game came with a card. Yes. And I can never find it. And mine doesn't have it. And I was like, oh, my God, it's in here. And I thought, but this is Jay's favorite player. So I gave it to him. So I'll Which find Which is ridiculous. One. Thank you. I'll find another one. I tried yeah. to give it back. I, wouldn't, I wasn't even going to no. take it. He's well, like, I'm just going to give it to you. So It's not it. that they're hard to find. It's just that I never find them. <laughs> so and they're not expensive. You no, know, it's like five bucks. Yeah. So, all right. What cool. about you? I didn't really buy anything. Oh, shit! Ah! Mom! Mom! That's right, folks. Run and tell your mom. I didn't. I really didn't. I, I've been so consumed. The only thing I really bought is uh, something for, like, the booth, right? Like, I bought yeah. some business cards. Like, they're little yeah. cards that you can flip over that have the QR code that I can give to people. Uh box protectors stuff like that is really what i bought i can't really think of anything else you know i get kind of hyper focused on the tournament mm-hmm. so i haven't really bought anything i did buy i take that back i bought one thing that shipped but it won't be here it will be here before midwest gaming classic but it is not going to be here before the show today obviously so it's nothing that big or important you know nothing so super fancy but i will be bringing it with me to midwest gaming classic and we'll talk about it on the next show, which will be April 5th at uh, 8 p.m. So just a little housekeeping for everybody. Oh, yeah. We are going to start streaming at 8 p.m. going forward uh, just because I think we're all old. And <laughs> but honestly, I just it's a better time for everybody. So we are going to start at 8. But that will be the next stream starting the first stream we get back from it was Gaming Classic, which will be April 5th, April 5th, which we are doing Bonk's Adventure. No shit. We're going to do Bonk's Adventure. I'm excited about that. Yeah, it should be fun. I didn't even realize that was it. Yep. So so that's pretty much it. So I do want to talk about the giveaway one last time. I will have this episode up before the Midwest Gaming Classic. Come to our booth. You will not be able to miss it. It has a giant table cloth cover that says 
Lost Joystick Network. I forgot the name of the show for a second there. It has the rainbow. <laughs> yeah, you can't miss that. Say buy, say buy me Bone Storm or go to hell, and we'll give you 10% off everything in the booth. Also, you show us our five-star uh, five review, and we will give you a free copy of Super Mario Bros. 3 on Famicom while supplies last. Also, if you can leave a 3.5 in the review, but not, but make it five stars, but talk about 3.5 in it, who knows? I might give you something else. I don't know, man. Could be anything. Could be something cool you didn't even know about. So Could be an extra 40% off. <laughs> if you're around, it'd be an extra 90% off. Yes. So that's it. So what are we talking about here today, Jay? We are talking about baseball stars for the NES. That would be the Nintendo Entertainment System for the layperson. Yeah. I know we do a lot of NES games. No. We do. Well, they do have 677 U.S. released games. Yeah, they're licensed. licensed. Yeah. We are not even like one-tenth of the way through. Oh, then we should we be got doing plenty. these every two weeks. I, I, If you want me to, I will. <laughs> so, no. yes, baseball stars for the NES. Yes. Jay, when did this game come out? It was released in Japan May of 1989, and it was released in North America in July of 1989. That sounds about right, because I'm 99.9% sure I got this game for my 14th birthday. I know I got it for my birthday, and I would bet you I got it for my when, I, when it came out. Which would have been July Be, of 1989. Because my dad had no idea what I wanted. He knew I liked baseball. I almost am sure we went to like Toys R Us and bought the game, because they would have not known what to buy. Like, it, like my dad screwed up so bad twice in, in my youth. I said, I want an NES, and he bought us an Atari 7800. Then he gets me an NES, and I said, I want Super Mario Brothers, Metroid, all these games. He bought me Rad Racer, because <laughs> he liked cars. Yeah. So he's like, you know what? Why don't we just go to the store, and you show me the thing that you'd like, and we did that thing. So, I yeah. don't mean to go down a rabbit hole, but thinking about Toys R Us, that's a great memory of being a kid. Because you would walk in the front door. I'm sure every Toys R Us was the same, but you would walk in the front door, because remember, they had the doors on the opposite sides. Mm-hmm. You'd walk in that front door and you go to the left and they'd have that wall yeah. with all the games on it. And you had all the little hang tags where you pull the little card out. They're called uh, something pro. I forget what those are called. Vid pro cards. But I just remember you do that and then you walked over to the opposite side and up front past the registers, they had like a glassed in area. Yeah. The cage, like if you will. Games on the back, yep. top to bottom. That's where you'd go buy it and that's where you'd get yep. it. And you'd buy the register in there. and they'd give it to you. Yep. 100%. Yes. So very much. much. Such a good memory agreed want to tell me some gameplay and story about this since i got off topic that's fine i'd love to oh, so good. baseball stars is i mean it's a baseball game right so we'll start there what yes it stars players but it was the first nes sports game to have a battery backup in it and it was the first home console game to have a battery backup in it so pretty basic stuff there are eight teams the no licenses for Players Association or the MLB, which means no professional teams or players of the time. No problem. Uh, you had eight teams. Those eight teams were the Brave Warriors, the Ghastly Monsters, the Lovely Ladies, the Ninja Black Sox, the SNK Crushers, World Powers, American Dreams, and the Japan Robins. And what they did is, like, the Ghastly Monsters had people like Freddy and Jason and Medusa, right? Like, they did that. Or American Dreams were Pete and Hank and Babe and Sandy and Cy and Willie. The generic versions of Pete Rose and Hank, like, they were supposed to be those people, right? Or the Japan Robins had, oh, 
Sadahara Oh, who's like the all-time home run king in Japan and played in the Nippon League and all that stuff. So they had like names, but they didn't have no likeness, no likeness rights, no, yeah. no, no that. But you the the most compelling part of this game is it's a pretty standard baseball game, right? Kind of that design, you've got your batter box. It's not like the bases loaded behind the pitcher view. It's your standard, like it, you know, whatever you want to call it, it's coming right at you kind of view yeah. there, right? Or the the pitcher's throwing right at you. And uh, very similar to like RBI or MLB baseball, like that same kind of layout. Yeah. Um, but the, the the beauty of this game and where the battery backup comes into play is you have the ability to create your own custom teams. Mm-hmm. So, okay, maybe the Tigers aren't in it, but you can put the Tigers in it if you have the time. And it does take a little time. The, the process of inputting and creating players and teams, it's not the easiest thing you're dealing with two buttons on a controller okay right you know, there's not much to do but but it was kind of cool you're limited to six characters for the names and all that kind of stuff but i i just loved that and you you would be able to go create a team and you could name the team whatever you wanted you could name the players whatever you wanted and they all have their own attributes too so i wouldn't call it like rpg elements but this game has character building so Maybe you have like a first baseman and they like each of them have these different statistics like batting, hitting, running, fielding, luck, prestige, all these things. And the bars go all the way up to 15, like the max is 15 per per. So what happens is you have a, you like maybe you have a player, they have a max points that they can have, right? Mm-hmm. So you're, you can have a guy, maybe the max points he has is 85 and you can only really have 90 because there's six attributes times 15. That guy's got a huge ceiling. Now, it, it costs money, and you get money by winning games and all this stuff. But you take that money to buy credits to up, to upgrade their points, right? Yeah. And, again, if the guy has a high ceiling, he's, he's he could be, like, one of your best players once you max him out. Low ceiling, you know, you're you're capped at, like, 60. Okay, you gotta, you're going to have to be careful about what – maybe you need a relief pitcher. Maybe you want someone that hits – you know, runs fast or fields well or whatever it is. You can have them specialize and – so yeah, just that the the ability to do that, create a t- custom team. There was also a free agent market. You can fire players and hire players. Um, you know, depending on how much money you have and what free agents are out there, you could go and buy a, a different player. Um, they they call it prestige in the game, right? That's one of the attributes. The more prestige your team has, the more appeal they have. And what happens is you can create a league. Okay, so like you can create a league of two teams, up to eight teams, whatever it is, and you can have it up to like twenty five games. And you can, in that league, like usually what I would do is me versus another team. And we would always pick the ladies because the ladies have the highest prestige and you would win the most money when you beat them. And then I would take the money that I won immediately and up everybody's prestige as quickly as possible. Then when you start winning, you, you win more and more money. It's like, okay, one, the attendance was 25,000. I won $50,000. This time the attendance was 30,000. So it's 60. It just keeps going up until I think it maxes out at 134,000 per game is what it can max out at. So, yeah. Question with that. Did you have the opportunity to build any players or anything with us? Today or ever? Just ever. Like, I mean, recently, I guess, I used, since we've been playing. <laughs> or even ever. I mean, I made a roster of people, if that's what you're alluding to, and for those on the live stream, and I do want to preface this by saying, limited number of slots, okay? So I don't want people to get upset. I, I don't want to upset anybody. If you're, if you're upset, you know, just talk to me and we'll, we'll, we'll work through it. But I did make a roster of the players for our team. And if you're on the live stream right now, you can see who's on the team. So, you know, that's all. Yeah, so I made a little roster for the game. I had a nice little three-game series where, I'm going to tell you, the best players on the team were Jay and John. I should have took a picture of the statistics 
because I played a three game series and John hit six home runs in three games and you hit four. Huh? And you guys batted like one of you batted like 867, the other one was like at 600 or something. I forget. We are like the baseball star Smash Brothers. That's exactly right. So, Smash Brothers. Yeah. Smash Brothers. But, uh, but yeah, so we made a little, uh, we made a little baseball stars team. It is the LJN 3.5s was the uh, team name. In fact, Again, for the live stream, I could do it. I won't do it right now. I'll show you guys after, but uh, I'll show you the team in a little bit. But yeah, it was it was kind of neat. So anyway, so that was the uh, the team that we had developed, and uh, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, there there are some other aspects to the game. There's a mercy rule. So if you're down by ten runs at the end of an inning, you lose. You know, or if you're up by ten runs, you win. And there's another. Um, what is it? You can the maximum you can win by is a hundred. So let's say you're in the top of an inning you could get 100 runs and then the game would end because they never get a chance to bat, so you never know if they come back, right? Yeah. So if you if you score 10 in the top of the inning, they can come back in the bottom of the inning and try to score to make sure the game isn't a mercy, but the maximum oh, okay. you could do is 100. So that somebody figured out that I think the maximum runs you could score in a game is like 1,300 because you can go not 100, then 100 and not eight, or you know, they do this thing back and yeah. forth. So I don't remember what the total number was, but anyway, but yeah, it was pretty neat. There's a the the ten run mercy rule and the hundred run mercy rule for the game. So I'm happy you cleared that because that actually confused me at first. Because you're like, well, if it's a ten run mercy rule, how do you score a hundred runs? Yeah, because you're if you're still up sense. and they don't get a chance to you know combat you know, yes. bat, the last bats type thing. Yeah. So uh, Jay, one, there's really not that much about the background development in this game. No. Go ahead, and I'll, I'll do the cheat card code. You do the part. Okay, so it was developed and published by SNK, which fittingly fits your shirt you're wearing tonight for the show. I, I do want to say, this is where the love, I should say this for this is where my love for SNK started. I didn't really realize it until later. Like, I, I had played this game extensively. You turn this game on, it's a white screen with a blue SNK logo. Yeah. I didn't know who the hell that was or what it was at all at that time. And then, like, a few years later, I started to get into, like, collecting games. And I was, like, reading about the Neo Geo. And I didn't realize that SNK were the people behind the Neo Geo and all those properties like Fatal Fury and uh, King of Fighters and all that stuff, right? I, 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 I realized later, I was like, oh, these are the same people. Like, I, I did not know that they made the MVS or any of that stuff. So yeah. it, it, didn't ever, it never clicked for me until five or six years later. And I was like, wait a minute. This is the people who made baseball stars. That's the way I looked at it and kind of still do. <laughs> but anyway, and it, what else? So uh, the sequel was ported by Romstar. And that's really it yeah, for there, the background. Yeah, there was a sequel to this game. It's uh, less capable, I would say. Some people like it. I don't really enjoy it. I think I just like this one too much. Where the other one, it just seemed kind of underwhelming to me comparatively. So one thing I did learn recently, and I will tell you that um, this roster right here for those looking. Okay. I used a cheat code. I've never done this. I didn't even know this existed until I started to do research for the show. You can, when you do your, when you create your team, it takes you to this section where you, you do I want balanced hitters? Do I want good fielding? Do I want fast players? You know, power hitters, whatever, or a question mark. If you go to that screen, when you go to create a team and you put input down, left, right, down, down, right, up, and then hit, I think it puts you on balanced hitters when you do that mm -hmm. and you hit a, it'll pop up this thing that says, when isn't it like when in one line and the second line says, isn't it? And you have to modify it to say when it is with a period at the end. And if you do that and you hit enter, your team is fucking tits, man. <laughs> like 
your guy was like 82 maxed out, 85 maxed out. Like they were these guys. Usually when you start a game, you got guys that are like 1,000, 2,000, 5,000 to upgrade, maybe 10 or 12 at most, 100,000, 50, 70,000 yeah. immediately. So these guys were like ready to go. Like this would have been a team I would have built up a number of, like you had to play a number of games to, to build your players up. So I thought that was kind of cool. There was a cheat code I had never used before. So that is cool. All right. So that's a little bit about the background and development of the game. Let's move to the LGN game rating. I'm going to do that. We're going to move that up in the show before the reception of the game. I kind of want to see how this goes. All right. So I'm going to start with my score. Okay. My score is a 5.0. I figured. So Matthew Taranto and Howard Phillips are co-writing a book. It's called Game Masters Classified. It's like an inside look at Nintendo's coming of age is what they call it. It was on Kickstarter. I backed this. Okay, so you, you, when you back it, there are different levels of things that you can get. And one of the things that you could get by backing the game is you get like, okay, they're going to print your name in the, in the book, and then they're going to put your favorite game with it. Oh. This is the game that I picked. I was, oh, was going to pick Zelda, but I thought, ah, everybody's going to pick Zelda. I love Zelda. I think this is my second favorite NES game of all time. It, it alternates, but it's right there. It's, it's in that top three all the time. I, I absolutely love this game. I have more fond memories <laughs> and bad memories of this game, and I'll explain in a minute, than just about any, any NES game. And I've probably played it just as much as any game I have, like NES game ever. Even better than Mega Man, huh? Two. Yeah, Mega Man. <laughs> it's, it's up there. Yeah, I was a huge baseball fan, played baseball as a kid, and I absolutely love this game. It scratched every itch I had because prior to this, it was RBI baseball. It was MLB baseball. Those games were fine. They had MLB players, but I could never go like do anything with them. In here, I could create who I wanted. I made my own team. We would make our own all-star teams, you know, Ripken and Griffey and Joe Carter and all those guys, Alan Trammell, whatever, Jack Morris. And I could go in there and power them up however I wanted and be like, you know what? Will Clark's the best player on my team. Will's the guy. Yeah. You know, always, or Bo, or whoever it was. Like, that's, like I would go make a team now, I, other than the one we made for our friends, right? Of our friends here. That, that I, that's what I would do nowadays, too. Let me go pull our roster back up here. I so, didn't think about that. Did you uh, happen to mention the name of the team? I did. Oh, I didn't hear you say it. I, I said I the LJN 3.5s. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I missed that. I oh, apologize. yeah. No, my, I did. My apologies, no, You're good. Sir. So, yes, this is... This is one of my favorite games of all time. It is one of my favorite NES games of all time. And yeah, I've played, there are other versions. Obviously there's a Neo Geo AES MVS version of this game. There's the sequel. There's Neo Geo Pocket Color versions or Pocket or whatever it is of these games. This is the best one to me. This is my favorite baseball game of all time. And it's probably, like I said, it's one of my favorite games of all time. And it just gave me this, like I said, it, it, that character building aspect of it that you don't get that, you know, we'll talk about a little bit later too, yeah. but it, I don't know. It just, and, and I think part of it too is the whole gateway to the SNK universe with it where I was like, oh my God, this stuff is the same stuff. You know, like these are the same people doing the same stuff. You know what I mean? So I just, yeah, I, I have undying love for this game. It's, I'm actually disappointed that the, my copy of this game kind of looks the way that it does. I actually got that copy of that game from the previous owner of Kyle's store now. Oh. The old owner gave me that game to help him recap his Turbo Express. But the, my, the moral of the story is that is where I got that. When I first kind of said, you know what? I'm getting back into collecting. That was when I wanted. He had it in the box. I was like, I want it. So, yeah. I, it's, uh, 
it's a big one for me. So that's what I got, man. It's a it's five. Terrible. It's not terrible, but yeah, that's what I got. It's a 5.0. And uh, that's, that's what I got to say about that. Not much else to, uh, to say. So I guess that means we got to call our friend John. Yep. Oh, hello, gents. How are you doing today? The next Midwest Gaming Classic Barbecue Sauce King. Retro Game Enthusiast, John Young. Mr. Famicom Box himself, because that's what Tyler says I have to call him. Hi, John. Hey, what's going on, Jay? How are you? <laughs> Quick question, Jay. Quick answer, John. Uh, are you a pepper? Wouldn't you like to be one? Ah, pepper. Okay, I'll go get it. I'll be right back. Perfect. <laughs> talk to Mike. Yeah, talk to me. How you doing, bud? <laughs> Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I'm hoping Jay's got a Dr. Pepper. I assume that's what was going on, uh, unless there was some sort of weird CIA term that code. rushed the house. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it's a safe <laughs> word for like when the cops need to bust in. Yeah. <laughs> now, Mike grabbed some strawberries and cream Dr. Pepper, and I've never had it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm oh, trying okay. it for the first time. It's pretty good. It's quite funny, good. F- funny, uh, strawberries and cream is my safe word. <laughs> You almost uh, wow. made him spit some strawberries and cream. We're just about on the microphone. Dr. Pecker. <laughs> so, all right, take three. Um, hey, guys, how's it going? Um, <laughs> well, it's pretty strawberries and cream around here. <laughs> People are like, what so the fuck no, are they talking about? Why do you, what does that mean? Anyway. Nothing. So, yeah, I, uh, I should probably uh, not slow you down because you guys were hitting a pretty good clip until I jumped on the phone. Um, I'll so keep you efficient, collecting. John. What's anything that? new? I'll keep you efficient, John. You got anything new lately? Uh, I did. Uh, so uh, I've been picking up strategy guides from Japan uh, for NES games. Uh, and honestly, mostly Super Mario Brothers 1, 2, 3, and Zelda 1. Just because there's all this like amazing knockoff art. Yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> and it's like, it's cool, like... Uh, almost like you're watching like a modern like cartoon or like illustration. Like some of the anime is so in the popular like art of today that you wouldn't you wouldn't believe that it was you know 30 years old. Yeah, uh, at least not here in America. So, um, so yeah, I've been picking that sort of thing up. Uh, that's an odd thing to get. I got uh, another variation on Doki Doki Panic manual, so I think I'm on four of those now. Nice. I think I'm turning to Robbie. It's just like paper uh descriptions and instructions for video games that i collect because he's all manuals all the time now <laughs> not uh, no more not after that haul he got from nick i mean uh, no. oh no <laughs> anyway anyway <laughs> oh funny nick none of your uh, boxes have made you know what uh, he probably uh, gripped those a long time ago when he was over at nick's house he knew he wasn't gonna pull them out <laughs> never thought <laughs> that's he'd a good point we should ask Nick, when was the last time you saw these manuals? Yeah. Hmm. Actually, they when, were when over at Robbie's, I believe, before Nick took them and brought them to me, weren't they? Yeah, they were in yeah. his possession. There you go. That's a good point. Hmm. You guys are... The John and Jay detective agency come through again. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a... So, John, are you, for, uh, use, are you ready for Midwest Games? We can use Gaming? our initials. Uh, J and J? Just to make it easier. Yeah, J and J. I like that. Johnson and Johnson might come after us for that. Fuck oh, those people. Their talcum powder sucks. <laughs> you promised you'd keep me on the uh, the rails here, Jay. 
Yeah, oh, thank yeah. you, Jay. So are you ready for Midwest Gaming Classic, John? <laughs> yeah, uh, so I got the Analog NT. I'm going to go ahead and bring that just out of Jay's request. Awesome. Um, I don't know if it will be set up or anything, but it may be you know, a feature in the uh, Hummingbird suite. Uh, you could just yeah, bring I the pocket, a, uh, actually, John. You don't even need to bring the NT. Uh, I don't have the pocket yet. I'm I'm on the same schedule as Mike, so we'll oh, we, to, we don't have that yet. When's that? Like next year? Maybe. Sounds <laughs> yeah. like maybe. Maybe we're hopeful. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully December. Um, I'm you know not holding my breath. But yeah, uh, we're showing up Thursday evening. We'll spend some time with the wife on Thursday. I'm not sure what we're doing exactly Friday because that's setup day, right? Yeah. So, yeah, we can talk about that offline, but essentially cool. noon, it starts at noon. You'll have a vendor badge, right? Do you, you have tickets. You don't I have. Don't so, yeah. So, yeah, I the, think you I have the evergreen have early tickets. in my ticket, but I, I'm not sure if we'll be there at noon. They won't give you. Well, they won't give you access to the vendor hall because it's not open on Friday. So mm, we'll talk okay. about all this later. But yeah, okay. if you want to come in and hang out during the setup, you're going to have to get somebody's badge because they won't let you in the vendor hall without it. But we'll have four of them between us. So I'm sure there'll be ways to finesse that. I'll be. Sitting uh, in. Yeah, it's it's the wolf and the duck and the bread situation. Yeah, I'll be sitting in the if you're bringing the NT, John, I'm going to be sitting in the hotel room playing the NT so you can have mine. Yeah. So cool. anyway, I says to uh, Mabel, I says. <laughs> <laughs> so, John, did you get a chance to play Baseball Stars? Yes, I did. I did not play the Famicom version this time just because I don't know those menus very well. And I was too lazy to go about trying to figure out how to uh, level up my stats. So I just went full on lazy and played on my, my cart. Surprisingly, I don't know if somebody replaced the battery. I'm too lazy to open it and find out. The battery still works in this game. So I got a nice little hefty season going. I don't remember what the max was. It was like 125, I think. 25 games is the most you can play in a season. 25? Yes. Okay, I thought it was more, but I could be wrong. I'm really enjoying it. I like the idea of all the stats. I'm excited about seeing the stats at the end of uh, finishing off these games. And honestly, uh, I'm going to make a prediction right here. I believe that uh, this will be Robbie's favorite RPG ever. If it's not number (laughs) one, it's in the top three. Super Off-Road is a good example of this. I loved those games where, like, as you're winning, you just, like, almost maintain that lead. Um, Super Off-Road is actually one of my favorite uh, arcade cabinets as well, just because it does have a little bit of that. The arcade's a little more balanced, not just let you constantly win, if I remember properly. But um, I I love that mechanic in a game, especially when you think that maybe you started off with the wrong team. Uh, Then you just start building up your guys, and then... It really kind of gives that connection between your past wins and losses, right? Like, yeah. if you're just doing a normal series, you don't have to worry about, um, like, having eight great games and have the nine one fall, ninth one fall off. It's nice when you know that it's like, all right, I've built up this great, like, run. It's only going to get better from here. Or um, maybe you're having a bad game and then the Nintendo accidentally gets kicked. <laughs> Oops. Uh, yeah. Or, uh, or back in the day, somebody breathed on it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or just that power cord just wasn't at that angle anymore. Bad, uh, bad wires on power cords. Oh yeah. I, yes, uh, of course I do. (laughs) You had to tie them in knots sometimes or don't move it. It'll, it'll, (laughs) one of some of my, like I, I mentioned earlier and alluded to some of my worst memories of all time were with this game because 
that save battery sometimes can be very fickle. So I would have invested mm-hmm. a lot of time in building a team and, and saving this and, and playing that and building them all up. And then I would turn it on and there would be nothing. There was nothing worse than when you would start that game up and it had those like blank areas where it's like there should be things there. If you had a team that you created, you could save you team or you could edit or whatever. They're gone because it has no sav- saved data on it. And I would just be yep. like, are you fucking kidding me? Or the, the other thing, which is the our Nintendos were all so dirty that you could literally walk past it. And if you walked and you stomped too hard, the thing would reset itself or whatever. So, Or you'd get the uh, flash screen. Yes, the flashing, the blinking red. Yes, the blinking red. Anyway. So anyway, enough of that. Or... Or just the pixels start going out in like one oh, corner, and you're like, "Oh no, that's even it's worse." Coming. Yep, it's coming. <laughs> it's, the blob's got it. It's got him, and it's gonna get me too. <laughs> yes, the got, pixelation. That's almost worse uh, because you know everything's actually kind of fine, and you're like, maybe if I just nudge it a little bit to the left, it'll do this, and then yeah, yes, it's locked yeah. up for there. Yeah. So anyway, our uh, so, splash uh, screen uh, froze I, I love, up. Just as we did that. Oh look, there it is. There the there the oh. This is why I don't touch stuff during the game. Oh, there's our breaking. Uh, oh, Mike just ruined it. That's fine. So, John, if you were to give this <laughs> game a score, say on a one to five rating scale, what do you think you'd rate it? So, this is one of those games when I was playing it, I was, I was able to lock into, like, how to play well quickly. And I don't remember playing this one very recently. So, I think it's just having that long history of NES baseball games where you kind of know what the quirks are and like what improvements the next game kind of got on it. So like, I can't really separate myself like on gameplay. Um, but I can say for this one, it seems like it's uh, you lock in pretty quick and you're like, all right, this is just a fun game. It's not going to be too much challenge. So I think it's accessible. Speak for yourself. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, and that's no, that's sorry. Maybe that's maybe that's just it. Like maybe this was a game I played a lot of, and it's just that like old like back of the minds like you know reaction that uh, like the whole riding a bike. Yeah, exactly. exactly. All muscle like, memory. You, you know where the constraints are. Yeah. So uh, for me, I don't think that it's that like hard to at least pick up and start playing, especially if you got Mike's cheat code. Oh no! Uh, so <laughs> that thing made all the difference. I was like, what? I could have been doing this. Yeah, go ahead. But I would say definitely in the probably top, it's definitely in the top five baseball games on the NES. Maybe the top 10, if you include Super Nintendo and potentially for NES, you know, top three. So uh, for me, it's a 4.5 and that's just because I don't really like sports, but I do like playing. But yeah, 4.5 for me. I would say there's a little bit of, uh, after playing 16-bit baseball games, there's a little bit going back on NES that's like, eh, it'd be nicer if it had a little more like convenience. But yeah. Quality of life improvements. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I understand that. So I don't want to ding it too much, but I'm going to say, I mean, if I loved baseball, like absolutely, I would be able to forgive it a lot more. Baseball was invented in Poland. Uh, my wife just said baseball was invented in Poland, but she says that about everything. <laughs> Remind me again. Where's where's your where's your wife from? Uh, Poland. Oh, the I other see. Thing I would like the other thing I would like to say is in Poland, uh, they sell about three hundred thousand baseball bats a year, and only like a uh, hundred baseballs. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, fun Poland facts. 
<laughs> Anything? Any other fun Poland or Poland facts that you can provide as we send you off? The verb to be in Polish sounds exactly like the English word for a female dog. I see. So well, I thought Kasha's mad. I thought Kasha's mom was really mad when I first met her. <laughs> and she was, but that's not why. <laughs> you, yeah. That wasn't why you thought that. All right. Yeah. Well, very good. About that time, John. You ready? Uh oh. You're kicking me out. Yeah, I'm ready. Here we go. John Young and his amazing score for baseball stars. Everybody that's coming to Midwest Gaming Classic, make sure to get a selfie with John Young and hashtag LJN for a 4.5. I don't know what that means. We'll give them a 4.5 if they hashtag a picture with John. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks for coming on, John Young. Retro right, game enthusiasts. Bye. The barbecue sauce master himself. The Casey Masterpiece. Yes. 4.5, good score. A 0.5 higher than I thought he was going to give it. I thought he was going to give it a 4.0. For somebody who doesn't really much care for sports, but enjoys sports video games, I thought it was good. I almost want to trade me and Robbie. No, I don't. You want to go now or you want to go after? No, I don't because I feel like whatever my score is going to be, Robbie's going to yell at me. Okay, yeah. I don't want to Let's have him go first. Yeah, he can go before me. You know what? We should call him. He can yell at me in the chat. I think we should call him. Okay. What's up? It's time to speak with the one and only. The Grip King of Chicago. The Mustache King of Chicago. He may be 8-bit supremacy to you, but he's number one in all of our hearts. Mr. Robbie Coleman, everybody. I'm bad! What's it like having an intro? I don't know anything different. <laughs> what do you mean, what's it like? It's been my whole life like this. Motherfucker's got an intro yeah, everywhere exactly. he goes. Every yeah. Everywhere I go, there's always some kind of intro. Like I got my own theme music when I was born. <laughs> yeah, it was a bad dude song. How you doing, boss? It was a bad dude. That's exactly awesome. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how are you? Yeah, the, doc- the doctor spanked me and said, I'm back. <laughs> you looked at him, you hit him back. I'm bad. <laughs> uh, you got a little handful here, ma'am. Miss <laughs> Coleman. <laughs> anyway, oh. how's it going, bud? It's all right, man. Good. Better than uh, last time when I was on the show and panicking about what Sega Master System yeah, game. Oh no shit! That was weird. That yeah, that you that was a that was a weird show. Last show was a it weird was show. A, weird, yeah. It can't all be winners, man. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. I, woof. <laughs> it can't all be winners, everybody. Uh, yeah, you, you got that right. So. Did you buy anything recently? Mm, I can't remember if I bought anything. I played some stuff, but I haven't bought anything aside from a pack of capacitors to fix some Super Nintendo games. That oh, yeah. That's about it. I didn't buy anything for the collection that I can even think of. It was funny when you were like, oh. Robbie had a number of games you talked about a couple of shows ago. I think it was Zelda show that were water damaged and yes. the games had corrosion 
So he opens them up, and like one of them, the capacitor fell right off. There's a single capacitor on the board for NES and SNES games, and it was so corroded it fell off. So I was like, oh, yeah, we could you fix it like this, whatever we were talking about it. And then at one point, you're like, I switched all these out. They're all the same. I'm like, yeah, they're all the same. It's the exact same uh, microfarads and voltage of all those. They're all the same. It was the exact same one yeah. on every one of them. So, yeah, very, very consistent. So, anyway, but yeah. yeah. So, so you, were, you were doing some board work, some soldering. Yeah, I get a little practice in, get more into that world. So, since I'm constantly dealing with failing arcade PCBs that try to troubleshoot that kind of shit more in house at the arcade. It's a dying art, my friend. And that's uh, why I wanted to learn how to do is, it. Man. I feel like I'm I'm 38 years old and I don't think there's any guys that are too much younger than me that even want to get into that world. No. Like arcade repair or like board work, any of that shit. So. They'll throw it away and buy a new board that works that somebody worked on. <laughs> you don't even go that far. I don't even care. I'll just emulate it at home. There is that. Yeah. Um, no, I've been playing a few games here and there. I randomly pulled the Lethal Enforcers for the Sega Genesis off the shelf. I was oh, rocking yeah. that with the, with the fucking Justifier Lycon, which I've never <laughs> actually like used. But man, I think fucking rules. It's that, like accuracy is great. It it looks cool. I'm still mad oh, at myself when I traded for that Pokemon Silver, the graded one back in the day. Mm-hmm. I traded a box to Lethal Enforcers with the with you. the Justifiers, and I I you. think he I think he still has it. I might get it back from him. Yeah, because yeah. I that Justify I just love <laughs> the fact that they have the unmitigated gall <laughs> to call a gun the, the Justifier. justifier. <laughs> well, yeah. what makes you say it's okay? The Justifier. <laughs> this this yeah. makes everything okay. Okay, <laughs> I justifiably can just light up a whole fucking street for the people. What a name for a gun. You know what? If, yeah, uh, gun it's makers, kid's gun. If the gun makers were smart right now, that's what they would go after, the justifier. You know what? They would make a fake blue and pink version, a real one of it, and be like, here you go. Here's a six-shooter. Um, yeah, this, this I got the big box Genesis version. It's like like uber complete. It's got all the stuff. Nice. The paperwork, the cart, the manual, the gun. It looks like practically new. I remember there was like an eBay listing many years ago that's just like one of those ones you see where it's like a thumbnail yeah. like of the cover art. And it was like priced at like fifteen dollars or ten bucks, like like as if it was like a loose cart game. They just like must have clicked sell like this because they didn't know. And I just messaged him and was like, "Hey, doesn't have the box with it?" And I said, and they just found a thing, yes. And I got it, and it was like the most horribly packaged thing on earth. Somehow it survived, bounced around a big loose and empty cardboard box, and it was like fully complete. It looked like almost brand new. Wow. And it was like, yeah, it was one of those like rare ebay scores you can't come across anymore where they just had a shitty jpeg instead of like a real photo and then they sent you like a, a extra complete game for like a killer deal people forget that there were time and there was a time in life where ebay listings did not require a photo yeah <laughs> it didn't yeah, matter yeah. there were no minimums yeah. or it was like yeah sure i have this game okay cool i i hope it shows up someday yeah. here i'll send you the check it was, it was like all honor system too if you bought something you could like be like oh, all right uh, mail me a money order and then I will send you your game. Yep. And then you like would just send money to somebody and they're like, there's no guarantee they'd send you shit. Nope, <laughs> there sure wasn't. <laughs> yeah, that was probably the Wild West of the eBay era. Man. Absolutely, yep. So, um, I played that. I played some, how do you pronounce it? I always fuck this up. Kyo Flying Squadron? Kyo Flying Squadron. Kyo Flying Squadron. Phenomenal cute-em-up 
shooter. I have a burn disc. I don't want a real copy. And I was curious and looked up a real copy. It's so I was like, oh, this game rules. Maybe I can get like a real one. Three thousand dollars for you a could, complete copy. You can buy a used car for what one of those costs. It's a Sega CD game. Thousand yep. dollars for a disc-based game that, mind you, on the Sega CD is a poorly manufactured disc-based game. To where those, those and Sega Saturn games are more prone to disc rot than your average game. So I can't imagine wanting that unless you're one of those people who doesn't play their games. Like two, you just want to collect collectible or whatever. Two things. I remember vividly that game being at Blockbuster Video. Like I remember them having a copy of it there at the store and always being like, man, like what is this? It was a shooter. It was like a CD. <clears throat> I never played it because I I wasn't going to rent it. I would just I was like, it'll come into the store someday, but it never did when I was at Funko Land. And uh, this, the second thing is, dude, the, I'm getting to the point with those types of games where it's like you're almost better off just encasing them in Lucite and then selling them as a collectible because maybe something does go wrong with this. I don't have any of that real problem. Like I've, I do play my games. I get them out, uh, you know, but at this point with that type of stuff, I don't know how much people are going to really care in the future if, if the game itself is, is I don't yeah. know. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be no, the box I, I, art. I, I, the box art. I'm the same way. It's like money spent to me. I just play yeah. the games I have. I mean, but like, I have a, a threshold. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be fucking popping in a fucking three thousand dollar game, and I think it's me and just ripping it. You know. Well, like, let's see what happens at Midwest Gaming Classic. Well, maybe I'll find one. Yeah. Let me ask you this, because we all kind of come from the same era, mostly here. Did you ever in your life imagine that somebody would pay three thousand dollars for a disc-based optical disc game? Ever? No. Never. Never. Never in my fucking life. They were no literally garbage. Like it's like Dreamcast games. I'm like, these are worth nothing because I can burn them. What does it matter? Why are they worth anything? I can replicate I mean, it perfectly and play it. it that's like, what they, I was they, playing they, on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just it, it still blows my mind sometimes that optical media is that expensive. Like I get kind of like with the GameCube stuff because you can't remake those, and there aren't any that many. Yeah. There aren't games that expensive for that anyway. But like a CD, I'm like. These are a ten cents a piece to burn. Like it, this has, oh, you, you know, the cost of the parts, and that's not what matters anymore. So anyway, I I just thought that I mean, was interesting. Somebody might think I'm completely nuts for when I dropped about nine hundred bucks on a little Pacing cart, but hey, whatever. Good investment. Yeah, I guess, I guess it was because that's astronomical now, even more so than that. Like doubled. I don't even know. I don't yes. pay attention. Once I get that thing, I don't pay attention because I, I don't. I agree. Robbie, um, I got a plan for you. Do you still have okay. that peekaboo poker, don't you? I do. Do you? Yeah, I still do. Well, there you go. Bring that. That's your that's your trade bait. <laughs> no one's gonna want. If someone wants to trade me that, I still would rather just have the money. <laughs> oh well. I don't know. I'm just like I don't want a three thousand dollars Sega CD game. I will give you six hundred copies of baseball for the NES for that game. That'll do. I'll do that trade. Deal. Right, there you go. I need two racks. Give me two stacks of baseball. Two, two stacks of BB. Anyway. Uh, speaking through Space Harrier. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. You're going to segue into the actual show topic. I We're was, through. but that's okay. Go ahead. Oh, man, I had a good segue. How much I love Space Harrier. And we got a, I got a Space Harrier arcade, arcade cabinet shopped up at the arcade. Um, been working on that for a while and it works beautifully. It looks great. The sound of that game is so awesome. It's probably my favorite arcade game like ever from the eighties, like a Sega arcade game. That's like, you know, besides like my 90 fighting games I like, but man, if you've ever get a chance to play 
on original cabinet. It's like, you cannot replicate that at home. Even though there's home port space Harrier, like playing it on the analog stick with like, it's calibrated, like these two gear pots that are meshing. And, oh man, I don't know. It's got this weird elasticity to it. that can't be beaten. So I well, highly recommend pulling that. And if you guys are in town and have time when you're here, you should come by and play it because it's, a rare cabinet to see in the wild. It's like a $5,000 machine. It's do they like, have it at Galloping yeah. Ghost? They probably do. I don't see why they wouldn't because they have like every game imaginable there. Correct. Mostly. I'm sure they do. Whether it works well or not, I don't know because they, it's hard to keep up there, I imagine, as a test. And it's not the one Rob Hart yeah, It's nice, but it's not mine, he'd say. <laughs> That's right. Cause I, I, yeah, I put some blood, sweat, and yeah. tears into calibrating that damn joystick. So you guys better come play mine. And this is what happens when you get old. And like, I'll, re- I'll restore a receiver, and I'll be like, this has to go to a good home. Because I worked too hard on this. I did too many yeah. things. I can't just sell it to they some might. dumbass who's going to get his peanut butter and jelly fingers on it or something and be like, get Dude, out of here. Sorry. Seriously, the, the, the owner of the arcade was like around the other night. And this was like maybe two weeks after we put the space carrier on the floor. And one of the patrons there who I kind of know, was like a fighting game guy, he was like, played the space carrier for a second. And he's like, man, that's the nicest space carrier I've ever played. I was like, Give me one second. I'm, 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 I'm going to be right back and you're going to say that exactly. Say that louder right at this guy. I have him repeat it to the owner. I was like, see, you see? Fucking calibrated that shit good. That's right. <laughs> Hook that shit up, boy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Anyway, uh, yep, yeah, that's about it for my gaming experiences aside from the, the usual uh, MK2 slash Ultimate MK3 and uh, play online and then an arcade. I played in the Street Fighter Three Third Strike tournament and got destroyed. Got knocked <laughs> out right. Night, we got rocked, knocked out right away on that. Um, I'm decent at the game, but nowhere near the hardcore players that go there. All it's the time. amazing. It's amazing how good people are at that shit, man. Mm-hmm. It so always that, hurts my head. That one specifically, you can just yes. keep getting deeper and deeper and deeper, like parries and combos and just that's reads. A, and yep. all. It's nuts. Man. That's it a is deep. Nuts. There's a deep, deep. Gameplay of that one in a in a big scene of people who play it. It's very competitive. It's nuts. Mm-hmm. So, all right. yeah. oh, I did play one more game. Oh, was it Doom? No, I, my Doom phase has come to an end. I feel okay. like I just okay. got it out of my system. <laughs> all right, good, good. I'll be back around. But I uh, I played uh, an NES game. Oh, what'd you play? A little game called Baseball Stars. What? <laughs> go on uh, and I set it to the shortest fathomable <laughs> season you can set it to two and teams beat, three games that's right and I beat it 3-0 baby <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, the ninja black Sox. you didn't create your own team I just went for the fucking default man that's cool. For that. that's cool alright I get it that's cool I get it I, it, I do love that feature but you know me. I'm just like a press start and go kind of yeah, guy. That's I'm fair, a, that's I've never fair. been that person. I'm a customizer. You and your, you and your RPG elements. <laughs> you love them in your little baseball game there. You spend your winnings on prestige. I'll be playing as the Ninja Black Sox. Much cooler. <laughs> I just thought I wear black socks. <laughs> I love that that's your qualifier. Like, well, I'm not a lady. <laughs> it, was, it was. I'm not I'm Rusty like, like, Dusty like Rhodes. Yeah. And I like, I wear black socks. So yep. that's Those are, for me. to be fair, these, I'm not Japanese. I'm not a monster, as most people <laughs> wouldn't think I am. I, I'm not Dusty Rhodes, the American dream. 
So yeah, Black Ninja Black Sox is a good fit. You now that you mention it, that's that's a really good fit for you. <laughs> it's a cool team name. It is. Yeah. And you so, won. And you yeah, won two champions. Destroyed. Yeah, destroyed that season. Three zero, baby. Sweep. <laughs> Sweep it. <laughs> I had. I think I had one mercy win too. I, I forgot about that rule. I was like, oh damn, I smoked this team. I had to <laughs> back out early. <laughs> Stupid bitches. <laughs> uh, and I, admittedly. I never knew anyone, we, oddly enough, never knew anyone or rented baseball stars in my entire youth, ever. Wow. I only played that game as an adult. And I've played it here and there, like in the last like five or so years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really, like, never really dove into it deeply. It seems like a fantastic baseball game. And the mechanics are all there. The, it feels perfect. And it feels how a baseball NES game should. It's all polished controls. That's all I can really ask for. I love baseball games in general on the NES. That's a fun fact about me. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big baseball fan in general, but I just like baseball games. I, I think it's just something to do with my nostalgia for constantly having them in and out of my collection as a kid. Because like, I borrow RBI baseball from someone. I borrow the uh, uh, Bad News baseball from another person I knew growing up. Because they were the easy games to borrow. Because they're like, that's fine. <laughs> I don't want it. It's baseball. Yeah. And you're like, cool, I mean, I'll yeah. play it. Give me it. But I grew... To become a fan of baseball games in general, nice um, on video games. Any anything that ha- fits that engine of the uh, like that style of uh, baseball game. That's like I don't like the one where they reverse the bases loaded <laughs> series. Yeah, oh, I hate that. Or oh, the Roger Clemens baseball. They were yes. rever- they reverse the POV where it's like over the shoulder from the pitcher's perspective. I was so excited like, for bases loaded, and then I played yeah. it, and I was like, this kind of sucks. And like the catcher's mitt would go like. It, it, nothing would move except for the catcher's mitt so you could see where the ball was going. And it was weird because it would just be like this thing hovering in the air. Like, eh, it was weird. So, yeah, I and never cared loaded, for it. Bases loaded one and two were kind of standard, but then they switched it on three, right? No, it was that way from the beginning. I don't remember because I was never a big base loaded person in yep. general. But they all have Maddie the same. O, Maddie O's favorite baseball game is bases loaded two. We'll let everybody connect. That's fun fact. Look, yeah. <laughs> Look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about oh, him. Oh, <laughs> I'm, just oh. kidding. I'm just kidding. So the reason I picked up baseball stars right away in terms of like easily playing it, because yeah, obviously it's formulated around the controls of every other baseball game. That's like Nick bad news or RBI or whatever that, that scheme. Uh, Nick Shuptak, AKA the Instagrammer formerly known as Carton again. He had a uh, little league baseball growing up. That's the uh, other SNK baseball game. They basically made like a little league version of baseball stars. That was based off the same engine. Yeah, it was the only yeah, game they ever exactly used the same, the engine. same engine for. Yep. And I didn't know that because I just remember picking up. I only played that one a bunch growing up, and then I like got older and played baseball stars. I'm like, oh, this is like the real version. It's same shit. Something or this <laughs> yeah. is like the one that that one was based off of. Like ah, I don't the know. good version. <laughs> I mean, little league's fucking sweet too. Don't yeah, get me wrong. It is really awesome. But I'm biased because, you know, that's why I played growing up. But um, my score for baseball stars, as much as, as great as I think it is, I need to cut it off at a 4.5. I cannot give it a 5 because it is not bad news baseball, which is the best baseball game on the NES. I read it like a book. That's right. That's right. I was waiting for that sigh. Two things. Okay. You can you can you can say Legend of Zelda one and two are both fives. What's the difference? They're both Zelda I, games. I know. 
Right. <laughs> no, I know. It's fine. No, I, I don't know, expect I any... that, that, that mentality too. I just, that's why I kind of phrased it the way I did just to get under your skin. Yeah. It's in, you did. So it's, it's it worked. Preemptive, the preemptive spite score. Fuck off. Click. No, <laughs> no, 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 look, no be... I mean, it's a 4.5 for me just because I don't have much connection with it. That's... But like at face value. Yeah. Fantastic game. Great player. Uh, you know, create your own players and teams, all that shit. Great. Uh, the ca- the cart that I own is from my childhood rental store, and miraculously, the battery just still works on it. I never had to replace it or anything. So they that's cool. That's very common for these games. I I've run into very few of these that need battery replacements. It's weird. So yeah, that's weird. Cause, yeah, I don't know. Seems like they'd be dying out more and more. I agree. Um, it's thirty four years baseball. old though. <laughs> yeah, I never played Baseball Stars two. I have it obviously, but I never. I think I've booted it up, but I never actually spent time with it. It's I. It's all right. Yeah. The first. I, I, every time I play it, I think to myself, I'd rather be playing the other one. That's why I don't play it. It's fine, but it's the other one that I love. So, like, if I'm going to spend yeah. time playing a baseball game at, you know, almost 48 years of age now, <laughs> why not play the thing I really like instead of going, let me try this other one that I know I don't like as much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Space Wars is the other cool one yes. that I like. Everybody remembers. I think there's even like a TV commercial for it. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. I like that. But so. that one's sweet. And then. Dusty Diamonds, the other the one that people always talk about they, that I think is great. There's lots of good ones, there, but yeah, there, absolutely. There's a lot. There, there there's are a lot of games. There's some shit ones too, but like there's yes. a lot of good ones. Bo Jackson baseball, not great. Dude, nope. Roger Clemens, Roger. MVP is like the worst. I've I've got a super Famicom version of that game, and I'm like, oh, I want to keep it because it's got Roger Clemens, and then I go, this game fucking sucks. Sucks, dude. <laughs> yeah. I was like really sad when I played that. It's no Ken Griffey. Nope. No, but uh, no, the NES one, I mean, yeah, there's tons. They're mostly all good. Bojax is cool, too. Yep. We're not just talking about all the baseball games, but we're just talking about, I just like talking about baseball games. Yeah, <laughs> well. well, guess what? We're going to have plenty of time to do that one week from Saturday all right. and Friday. Okay. Or no, Thursday. We'll see you Thursday and Saturday, at least. Okay. So, so are we going to make a preemptive uh, wager here? For when you and I throw on UMK three at Yelping Ghost on Thursday, I mean whatever you want to do, but I'm, I'll throw in a bet yeah, on that one. You're yeah, like bet a hot dog or something. <laughs> What's the line? And you ever watch Trailer Park Boys? <laughs> Where Lucy's, uh, yeah. Lucy's yeah. drunk at the party and she's hitting on everybody, and she's hitting on one of the cops, and he's like not interested. And George Green's right there, and she's like fake deep throating a hot dog and all this and she's making all these overt sexual overtones <laughs> and she looks over at George and she he's she she just got turned on by one cop she looks at George Green she goes what do you think George and he goes whatever you want loose <laughs> so, so that's kind of how I'm feeling right now so yeah I mean whatever you want to do we could we can bet a hot dog or you know stack of hot dogs whatever you want it's cool okay I'm, I'm in one 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 Keo flying squadron on the line <laughs> Uh, if is it burned or is it a legitimate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, if I if I lose, you're getting a burn disc. But if I win, you give me the real thing. Uh, that's fine. You have to give me the uh, peekaboo poker to go with the burn disc, and we'll oh, call it. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, sure. All right. Anyway, yeah. All right. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I'd love to give it a five. I mean, it's it's a I five ish. Oh, sure. there we go. Meditating that in. <laughs> it's a five. <laughs> ding 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 ding. We have a new follower in the chat, Ryan. Ryan can see in, and he said, the only baseball games I spent any time playing in the mini game in The Link Between Worlds and the, that rusty sports game on 3DS. You should definitely play Baseball Stars yeah, for baseball. the NES. 
do not listen to the caller. I'm not sure how he got onto the show. <laughs> so we're going to cut his line now. Drop the call. Anyway. Well, news baseball. Go far superior baseball game. All right, bye. All right, bye. <laughs> he did that on purpose, so I couldn't edit it out. <laughs> that crafty bitch. The second best Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 player I know. His new title's Ninja Black Sox. The Ninja Black Sox himself. <laughs> Eight bit supremacy. Robbie Coleman. I'm bad. It's gonna be more like I'm sad after he plays me in a little UMK3. <laughs> I'll, I'll throw some wager on that one. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Anyway, all right, so 4.5 from our good friend Robbie. I thought you said he said a five. Oh, you know what? Did you hear him say a five? I I did say I would edit it in so it sounded like he said a five. You're right. Anyway, we'll say 4.5 because he said, you know, because it's not whatever bullshit game he said it wasn't. Bad news, whatever, something. Bad news bears? (laughs) If it was that, it's a five. (laughs) That's right there. So, Jay, it's on to you, my friend. And then we'll wrap up with Sashimi Z's review, which I have here. So, Jay, what did you think of Baseball Stars for the NES? I don't have my wallet on me, shit. Let's go throw some money. What did you think of this game? Here's $40. I'll let you write down what you think my score is going to be. All right, I'm going to write it down. I like doing this. It's fun. I do, too. All right. I hit Robbie... Right on the. I'm torn between two, but I'm gonna I'm gonna defer. Okay, go ahead. Nail on the head. I I hit Robbie's nail on the head. Four point five is what you sure did. You did. So I've got it written down. Okay. So, (laughs) where to start? I've learned. So I I honestly didn't play it because I didn't have. I thought I had it on my emulator and I didn't. Yeah. And we just hadn't the time. Basketball tournament travel. It was hard. So I just played it tonight. Yes. Come to find out, I've never played this before. This is the first time I've ever played it. And I, I believe so. I almost wish that you hadn't played it at that point. Oh, well. <laughs> but it's fine. But um, so I hadn't played it until tonight. And I knew Robbie was going to get on me for not playing it until tonight. <laughs> but I good still news. played it. He'll play it again, I, I feel. Go ahead. So I, I was very frustrated with the mechanics of the game. As I kept playing, I got better. Not exponentially, but I got better. But you did improve quickly. Did you notice that? Yes. But like I once still, you started to get the feel of the game. You're really trying to sell me on this. I am. I'm not going to lie. It, it did get better. My my complaint is when I look at like an RBI or a Bad News Baseball, it uh, it those games you could literally jump right in and start playing. Mm-hmm. Where this one, I got, I got annoyed with that. There's a slight learning curve, yes. There are pieces about this game that give it a definite upswing for me, though, mm-hmm. because the, the, the memory having the battery in it and being able to actually play a series... Mm-hmm. And being able to create a roster and having that functionality with this game, I think made it made me go, okay, you know what? This game is more fun than those. Because with those, you play one game and you're done. Or yeah. I mean, however many games you're going to play. It's the, the same thing over and over again. It's yes. the same players. It's, yes. yes. So there are things like that that I enjoyed. As far as some of the mechanics of the game, I did get annoyed where when they'd steal a base... Or you didn't know. Bunch. You're like, what's happening? Yeah, I'm like, what, what's going on? I need like, an did audio I throw cue. The ball out? Like, <laughs> did the catcher not catch the ball? What's going on? Yeah. So it's just, it's just that that got me a little bit. That and some of the mechanics, like if they bunt, you you kept telling you, it's me it's hard to tell. Figure out which player is running, and then use that player. 
Well, I would start. I'd, I, I the would catcher look, would run and the out. The catcher would start running up. Yes. So I, by default, hold up. Well, then the pitcher turns around and runs the opposite direction because it's it, him. And it's one of the things as I watched you play it, I understood that I had played it so much that I understand all these nuances of the game and how to d- discern what's happening. And sometimes even I didn't know. It's hard to tell. Yeah. But the more you play it, the the better you understand it. It's a yeah. good way to put it. So anyway, yes, yes I'm going to keep giving you. Oh, I honestly, I didn't even see it. Okay. I yeah. honestly will probably get shade at the still. My score is still a positive score. I'm going to give it a 4.0. 4.0. Exactly as I had predicted. So, I will so give I will you no shade 4. for a 4.0, especially considering you were at 0. .0 when you first started playing this game. Oh, at like, one point, I told you game. I'm going to open your box, take a shit <laughs> in that box, put it back in the plastic in the plastic holder. You were going to go full Double Dragon three on this one. Oh, I was Double Dragon <laughs> but five the more for you, a hot minute on this one. Oh, 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 easy now. Listen, <laughs> listen. Okay, wow. Wow, wow, one is a positive score, says Mr. Math over here. Nice. Anyway, all right, cool, 4.0, very good. So I gave good. it a 4.0. All right, well, thank you. I just figured I'd get shade for even having a 4.0. No, nope, I think that's probably a fair score, especially considering I got to watch your challenges your from the, the N64. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, exactly, he's got a good point. Any baseball game on there. You yeah, can... I, got, I got one rant real quick. I'll say it, and I'll let it the fuck go. Yeah, go. Thinking of N64. I know Metroid Prime was just re, reissued oh my God, for, the, here we go. for the Switch. That's a GameCube game, by I'm going to go on the record. Super Metroid is my all-time favorite game. Nothing is better to me than that game. Metroid Prime can eat my hot, stinky shit. <laughs> Fuck that game. I don't know why everybody is so up in arms about Metroid Prime for the Switch. It is a piece of shit. That is the worst FPS game. I hate Call of Duty. I would gladly play Call of Duty <laughs> over that game. Uh, first of all, growing up in the 90s and early 2000s playing FPS games, that's a bold statement. <laughs> I could show you some that are worse. That but game is terrible. It's fine. Robbie, thank you. I'm going to I'm gonna fucking hug you. I would hug you anyways. He agrees about Metroid. Metroid Prime can kiss my ass. I'm sorry. Back to the scores. Shazimi no Z. He had to get it out. That's fine. We I got it out. It was good. Had to. It's cool. I'm going to get you a shirt. It has the fusion logo with a circle and a line through it. And you're going to wear it. <laughs> <laughs> like You'll be proud of it. Nice. Okay. Our friend Sashimi Z had to take a quick break, but he was back and he provided us with a review. So you ready? He went on sabbatical, didn't he? Yeah. A, a sabbatical. Sabbatical. <laughs> I, I don't know what they, what he would call it. I think it was, he was, remember how I got wasted for the Alabama game? It was like that, but for weeks. <laughs> I think they called that a bender. <laughs> All right. Anyway, no. Yeah, anyway, here's Sashimizu's review. And a quote. I grew up with black box baseball, and it was the greatest baseball game I played until the PS2 era. I was a fucking idiot. Baseball stars would have blown my mind, both the NES and arcade versions. And I'm sure Robbie pretends the NES version is better. It is. Okay, don't need Robbie for that. It is better. Anybody would tell you that. Custom teams, league play, progression, upgrades. It's got everything. You can dive for catches. You can nail the batter with fastballs. You can endlessly lob pop flies into the outfield that get caught again and again and again while you have no idea what you're doing wrong because it's a one-button baseball game. It's a complete representation of America's boring national pastime on a console that sucks so bad at its first attempt at this was black box baseball. Impressive stuff, four out of five. You and Mr. Z are on the same page. 
Perfect. Very good. So let's move on to the reception of the game. All right. Be quick about this. This game is very highly regarded. Okay. It is it is referred to as one of the best NES baseball games. There is. Uh, John kind of reiterated that himself. But I think a lot of people, and you'll find out as I go through this, they think it's one of the best games on the NES. So it did not rate on Polygon's, I don't know why I said Polygon, Polygon's top 500 games of all time. No surprise. Okay. Whatever. What I was surprised by was the rest of this. Nintendo Power's top 100 games of all time. Issue 100, September 1997. This was the 88th Highest ranked game. Book ended by Battletoads and Goonies 2. Now, Goonies 2, if you like those type of games, I could see it. I'm not a big point-and-click adventure type guy, but it's fine. But it was, I thought it was, I was surprised it was there. So then I thought, surely, top 200 games of all time, Nintendo Power issue 200, February 2006, it would not be ranked. Wrong. Number 145, which some people would say moved up, depending on your math, right? Yeah. Now, it was bookended by Boktai, The Sun is in Your Hand, which I have no idea what that is, and Super Ghouls and Ghosts, which I'm more than familiar with. Game Informer's top 100 games of all time in 2001, number 63, wedged right between Gauntlet and Civilization. And in its, two, its top 200 games of all time in 2009, it did not rank, which I was, that's the one I was disappointed by. And on IGN, their best 100 NES games of all time, number 28. So, this is one of those games that I think it could it could be a game that gets lost to time because there's nothing that ties it to anything. SNK is what ties it to stuff. The Neo Geo is kind of what ties it to stuff. Yeah. But there's no intellectual property where you go, that's a Nintendo brand or that's Pokemon or whatever it is. It's just baseball stars. But it has persevered throughout the years. And people people legitimately really love this game. So one cool side note that I found was one of the producers for EA's NHL series said that the GM feature of those NHL games was originally inspired by baseball stars. The ability to create a team, players, manage, upgrade, all that stuff was all influenced by this stupid little 8-bit NES game. I was going to say, to be honest with you, this game probably pioneered a lot of that. Because yep. you think of all the sports games in that era that came out later on. So like Madden. Yeah. Um, the 2k series like all of that stuff you had the ability to do that earlier on you could i know madden's gotten away from it now but you could physically if you wanted to make yourself a playable character in the game you could yep i remember i did it for this game it was the first game i was yeah. like oh you know what who's the shortstop mike pitts that's the fucking shortstop motherfucker or no second base i'm surprised you didn't do first base oh uh, you made will clark for first base will clark played first i was second all right we're the sense. right side of the infield so jay <laughs> where can you play this a long list. Yeah. The NES? Yep. And the Nintendo Play Choice 10. That is correct. Now, there are ports of this game. We talked about the AES and MVS version. They are not the exact same game. In fact, this game came first, and this game was so popular, they made them for that console. Any SNK was like, oh, well, we need to put these out for our own shit. And I will say, Baseball Stars 2 on the AES and MVS, fantastic game. The first one is good. The second one is much better. I but have played two, and that is a fun game. It is a lot of fun. It's yes. a good game on, on AES. So let's talk a little bit about the collecting of the game. There's only one version of this game. There is only the Oval Seal that came out in 1989, three-screw version of the game. That's it. Single version of this game. Loose, this is a $10 game. Maybe a little more, maybe a little less, but you can get this game for about 10 bucks. 
And a complete box version is only like 60. Again, condition sensitive, cardboard boxes, NES, blah, blah, blah. Graded, there are not that many versions of this game graded. There are 10 sealed versions of this game that have been graded. The best being a 9.6 A+. There are three CIB versions of this game graded, with the highest grade being an 8. Which tells me that I must watch Heritage Auction and keep my eye out for a CIB version of this game. Because there's no way that that can go for very much money. Okay, an 8.0 CIB of Baseball Stars, it... That's just above kind of average, right? Yeah. So I know what an 8.0 looks like. That's not a tough one to, to put together. So that's not going to be a super expensive thing. So if that ever comes up for sale, I'm going to try to buy it. Now, versions of this game that have gone up for sale. I really only have two. And again, this is really here to illustrate how the graded game market has gone. April 22nd last year, Amy's birthday. Mm-hmm. The, the 9.6A plus we just spoke of, the highest graded version of this game, $18,600. Okay, that was kind of the height of insanity and ridiculousness, right? That whole 2021, 2022 was when everybody lost their dicks about this graded stuff. Less than seven months later, November 4th, the 9.6A, which again, not quite as nice, but essentially the same grade. Seven no pun point, intended, but still in the ballpark. Yeah, still in the ballpark. $7,200, so less than half. That's not a normal drop-off for that slight of a difference in a in a grade. So, yeah, that's pretty much it about collecting. Like I said, there's only the one version. There is a Famicom version of the game. Hopefully, John can find a copy and uh, hook a brother up when he's at Midwest Game Classic. If not, I'm going to go look for one because I never have. So, Jay, tell me a little bit about the speed running All right. of this game. We're going we're gonna to buckle up on this one. I'll still move through it pretty quick. Yep. It's pretty easy, but there's just there's a little bit to little bit to start out with here. I will start by saying you basically have two types of runs. A league run where you create a league and a single game run where you win a single game. Yes. And there are derivatives of each. Yes. So league, you got full game, mercy rule, custom mercy rule. Okay. Single game victory, you got full game, mercy rule, custom full game, and custom mercy rule. And what, what that means is when they talk about a full game, you have you. First of all, I should say this. Let me start over. Anything that starts with custom, you must use a custom team to win. Yes. Okay. So you you got to do it. Tell me about the full game. Like if it, like let's talk about the full game of it. Like what does that mean? So full game, we got league play. You no have to cu- do it. You have to do it in league play. Yes. No custom teams or players. You have to play all nine innings. The key is that. Yes. You you cannot win by a mercy rule. Yes. Right. Okay, and then the mercy rule is... And then you got the mercy rule, same as the full game. I'm sorry, same as the full game run, but you can win by the mercy rule. Right, so you they can be much shorter because you can score 10 runs and win. Yeah. Whereas the other one, you're really just trying to win one to nothing as quickly as possible, really. Yes. Whereas that, that mercy rule is like the fastest way you can get to 10 and get the other three, the outs, the three outs from the other team. Yes. So, all right. And then as far as runners go, so there was 22 runners... We had 77 runs. Yep. And one speedrunner owns all the records. Yes. For, for the for the four we're going to talk about here, he owns all of them. Yep. So we've got the single game victory for the mercy rule. Right. No league. Yep. No league. That was LSU 4641. Yep. And they did it in three minutes, 14 seconds, 960 milliseconds. I'm going to tell you something. Okay. Might be able to beat that run. 
Maybe I watched. I watched that run. I've never speed run anything, but I'm seriously considering it because it's not easy. And I understand the strategy that he uses. No problem. He gets a couple of outs. Like he gets his 10 runs, but it's not sequential. Like the strategy is as follows. You get the bases loaded and then you hit a single, a single, a single, a single. You keep the bases loaded. The fastest way to score runs is have the base loaded, get a single, get another guy up, get a single. And then once you get to six runs, Maybe you try to hit a home run, but truthfully, you could that would be one way to cut it shorter. But truthfully, the most effective and safe way would to continue to try and get singles. That's how you do it. Anyway, but he got two outs, man. I'm like, that you got two out. Like that there's a lot of uh room to improve, I think. Yeah. So I might have to do it. I'm getting I think that might be something we do after <laughs> the show tonight. Valdor. I was just thinking about how we hadn't heard from him tonight, and he's on the roster. You're one of the starting pitchers, buddy. Well, we're going to pause for a second and tell him. Just so you know, the name of the team is the LJN 3.5s. That is correct. Heads up. Yes. So, back to these runs. Yes. So, then we've got a single game victory, the full game. Yep. And, again, that's LSU 46-41. 10 minutes, 54 seconds, 370 milliseconds. All the same runner. Yes. All four of these will be. And then we got the league, which is the mercy rule. That was 12 minutes, 13 seconds, 900 milliseconds. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we got the league full game, which is 24 minutes, 820 milliseconds. Where's all this information from, Jay? That is from speedrun.com. Speaking of speedrunning, we've just about wrapped up. We are. So, the next time you'll see us, if you're in the greater Milwaukee or Chicago areas next weekend. We will be at Galloping Ghost on Thursday. Correct. We'll be there probably about the time they open until sometime in the early evening we'll depart for Milwaukee. And then Friday we'll set up, and Saturday and Sunday we will have myself, Kalen, you, Maddie Ice, John, Maddie O, Maddie O, my son, the, the whole crew at Midwest Gaming Classic. Again, come and see us. We'd love to hang out and talk if you're going to be there. That being said, we get back from Midwest Gaming Classic. What is the next show we're going to do and when, Jay? April 5th. And that's going to be Bonk's Adventure. And remember, we're going to have our new time then. So right now, we've been starting at 9 p.m. Eastern. We're going to switch that, and we're going to move forward at 8 p.m. Eastern. Springing forward. Yes, we're springing forward. We may fall back. We'll see. Yes. I guess that would be falling back to 8 p.m. I don't know. And how can the people listening to us now find us? <laughs> so we have a link tree for all those that would like to access all of our sites. Correct. That is linkter. Yeah. Dot ee. Two e's. Yes. Yeah. Forward slash lost joystick. Correct. And you can go there, leave us a voicemail. Yes. You can do it. Anchor slash Spotify FM. Yeah. So we're something. We host. We, we the RSS feed is hosted by Anchor, who got bought by Spotify. So now it's Spotify for podcasters. Weird. It is weird. But Ryan can see in new follower from Michigan found us on Spotify. Yeah, Michigan guy. And thank you, Ryan. Yeah. I like this guy already, man. Michigan guy. We can shit on Ohio State together. It'll be great. (laughs) Anyway. So um, if you do want to see us on our individual sites, uh, you can go to those as well. So Instagram and Twitter is Lost Joystick. Mm -hmm. Facebook and Twitch is Lost Joystick Network. Mm -hmm. Our email address, info at lostjoystickNetwork.com. So I guess that's it. That's it. I'll try to make this as succinct as possible and say, go out there to the Midwest Gaming Classic. Have fun. 
spending money at our table. <laughs> be safe, but not with your wallet. And be excellent to with, each other. With the prices that Jay will give you that are much cheaper than Mike's. Don't listen to Jay. He's a liar. Mm-hmm.